five, four, three, two, one. Hello, everybody, and welcome to America.com. My name is Rich Doc Hayden, and I am with... And here we are. It is the Monday after Thanksgiving. Harp, how was your Thanksgiving? Man, we had a good one. Oh, yeah? What'd you do? A lot of fun eating. Nice. Now we just did the whole family thing. Hung out with the fam. Wouldn't eat. Ate too much. Had plenty of leftovers. Mm-hmm. Typical Thanksgiving. Very cool. Do you guys... Every family does one thing that's like a little bit unusual. Everybody, you know, everybody's got the turkey, the stuffing, the mashed potatoes. What's like the one thing that's kind of unusual at your table? I'd say my family tries to cook as much dessert as possible. Ah, all right. Our dessert, our dessert tables usually, we have more dessert leftovers than we do food. So. Mm-hmm. It's like how much dessert can one family eat? Yeah. It's, a, it's like a challenge almost. <laughs> what's, what's your favorite? I'm going to go with the carrot cake. Oh, nice. All right. Yeah. Probably. Carrot cake's got to gotta be the favorite. I think that's the fan favorite, too. My wife's. My mother-in-law cooks, or she makes it. She makes a lot of it. Has to now. Mm-hmm. Oh, very cool. Very cool. So, my favorite is definitely uh, pecan pie. And that is actually one thing. I'm sure it came from the South, but pecan pie is one of those things that you you can get good ones out here, but down South has the best pecan pie. But I love. I do like carrot cake a lot too. I think that the unusual thing that I had this year, my wife's aunt made this like it was like green beans and mushrooms with cheese and like dried onions or, or, or crispy onions on the top and. Normally, I don't get excited about green beans, man. You know what I mean? That's, but a, green, like, that's a green bean casserole. Yeah, that's ba- yeah, basically what it was. Oh, man, it was so good. And it took me by surprise. That's a green bean casserole. Oof, it was good. It was good. Oh, man, it was delish. Delish. And I never had it. Yeah, I, we, we have some we, green beans, but not like that. Too. Yeah, I was like, oh, man. So, Well, very cool. Well, I'm glad to hear you had a good one. Yeah, we just went down to... My wife's aunt and uncles and got stuffed with them, and he smoked a turkey, uh, which was great. And we had, you know, we had we had two turkeys, one non-smoked and one smoked. And I do have to say, I did prefer the smoked turkey because the, that little smoky flavor really, really adds a lot. So, no, I'm gonna say you gotta have that smoke flavor. That's hands down the best. Mhm. I agree. I agree. So, so I was just talking with Harp and kind of a a bit of a slow news week. There's, well, we did, just to continue a little bit from what we were saying last week, in the Ahmad Arbery trial, the three gunmen were all found guilty and their sentencing hasn't happened yet, but kind of basically along the lines of what we were discussing a little bit, Harp, um, they, you know, I, 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 I didn't want to say it because the jury, the verdict hadn't come back, but it, lo- it definitely looked like an open and shut case, and I would have been shocked if they had come back with uh, anything but guilty verdicts for those three guys. So, And I think they got them all. They were all, they were like nine counts, I believe, and they were guilty on all of them, and one of them was not guilty on one of them, but aside from that, they were all found guilty. So what's been the reaction down there? It's been pretty peaceful. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think I tuned into a little, I guess it's a little interview that they did on ABC. I didn't realize the, uh, you know, it was a father-son and then like a neighbor. 
it was three, you know, out of the three guys. It was a father, son, and then another guy. Well, the father, he just retired from the police force. He was a police officer, I guess, or something, law enforcement. Oh, wow. And then the son was in the Coast Guard. I, want to say, I think he said seven years he was in the Coast Guard. Wow, they should have known better. There was no excuse yeah. for this then. So, yeah, and I know I didn't, I didn't know, I didn't even know about, about the people. I know that there were some questions about, you know, race with the jury and stuff, but this one, I think you kind of have to have ice water running through your veins to not find this one guilty. You know what I mean? So, yeah. I mean, this, this, this state's not, I mean, yeah, there's racist people in this state, but this state's not racist. It's like this country. I don't think the country's racist, but there's probably race. I mean, there's racist people in the country. Always is and probably always will be. Mm-hmm. I don't know. If you, you can never eliminate it. Mm-hmm. I think the you know I think the jury got it right yeah. this time. Yeah, no, I definitely do, and uh, I don't want I don't want to go on a go down a big race rabbit hole tonight, but uh, I definitely think that they definitely called this one right, and just very happy that it ended out peacefully and that there was no. Protest it was nothing for anybody to protest, but there there were no you know protests or anything. So yeah, just glad that you guys are all all safe down there, and this one ended up the way it did. So yeah, yeah, no looting going on. Mm-hmm. So so the other big news item from the past week is the emergence of the new COVID nineteen variant Omicron, which is spooking everybody. And it's still much too early to tell. Of the nobody knows if the vaccines are going to be effective against them or not. But today, Dr. Fauci came out and spoke about it, and people are genuinely kind of concerned. But it's kind of a I, I I don't know. I'm not a doctor, so let me just preface what I'm about to say with I'm not a doctor, so don't take nobody take any medical advice from me. But you know, at this point, I think they're going to be variants, and they're going to be variants, and they're going to be variants, and that's just going to continue forever. And if we see that this one is particularly deadly, or somehow the vaccines aren't effective against it, then maybe we should take measures. But I, you know, I kind of think this is just another one, and and you know, I don't know how much mitigation will be effective. But let's see, Harp, what do you think? Man, I just hope it doesn't shut us down. Mm. I don't know how much this Dr. Fauci guy's credibility is anymore over the last two years. It's like he says one thing out of one side of his mouth and does another out of the other side. Yeah, no, you know, so here's the thing. So I work in uh, the medical field, and I'm just admin. So again, I'm not a doctor, so please, nobody who's listening, take any medical advice from me. But the thing that... Fauci has tried to do this whole time, and ultimately, I th- I think he's done as best as he can. Is when these diseases or when these variants emerge, at the time, we don't know how dangerous they're going to be. So he has to walk a fine line, and if he and the medical community in general say they come out at the get go and they say, "Oh, we have to shut down. We have to be extremely careful. We have to be maximally cautious." that may not be warranted. But if they were to go into the other end and say, oh, we don't have to worry about this, we don't need shutdowns, you know, that could be problematic too. So they're kind of walking this fine line between 
we need to be ready for this and we need to be ready to take precautions if something bad happens versus we don't want to unnecessarily shut the economy and shut the country down if this is not a you know as big a threat as we think it might be so and it's and you know the challenge that people in you know medicine and even in, even kind of like in in the military in a certain way the challenge that they have is you don't really get thanked for the people who don't get sick but you do get blamed for the people who do in a way so like you know with medicine if like they were to say they would come out and say i don't know if we need to shut down and they kind of they sort of err on the side of being open and then you know thousands and thousands of people die they're going to catch it for you know not being cautious enough whereas if they're overly cautious and they urge everybody to shut down and not a lot of people die then they're going to get their butts handed to them for being too cautious. It's kind of like, I always thought, you know, with the military, like if you make a good tactical decision and it saves a bunch of lives, but nobody hears about it, you don't get a medal, you don't get thankful, you don't get thanked for it. But if you make an incorrect tactical decision and a whole bunch of people die, you're going to hear about it. So a lot of times it encourages people to be a little bit overly cautious because they will get really, really, pardon my French, but shitted on if they make the wrong decision, but they won't necessarily get shot on if they make the right decision. So it's it's kind of a fine line that he's walking here. I just hope he didn't make it political. Well, you know, Fauci's been, like, I don't know if Fauci's been political as much as, like, people have taken his word to be political. Because he did, you know, he worked with Trump a lot, and Trump didn't want to listen to a lot of to him. He's working with Biden a lot, so he's been working with both presidents. And Fauci too has been pretty consistent in what he's been saying. You know, he may have said one or two political things, but it you know he's been pretty much towing the official medical line. You know what I mean? He's being politically correct. Uh, well, he's trying to be medically correct, if yeah. that makes sense. <laughs> so. But from down in Georgia, if this does turn into, I, I, I can't say if this does, because we don't know what this is going to turn into, but how do you think people in Georgia are going to respond to this? It's just uh, ain't much going on around here. No difference. I don't think it's going to change anything around here. Mm-hmm. You know, unless, unless it just, you see a death wave come through here. But I don't think the people are going to jump through drastic measures. Yeah, I kind of think it's the same out here in California. I think that if numbers start to depends on how how bad it is if numbers start to edge up a little bit and it looks like the vaccine is pretty effective against it i don't think it's really going to change much now yeah if like just like you're right if this like wave of death all of a sudden comes through and people who are vaccinated start dying then yeah it's going to be different but i personally i may be wrong i may be wrong about what i'm about to say so you know let me put that out there but I, I kind of don't think that it's going to be a huge deal. I think that um, you know, it'll be among people who are unvaccinated. Yes, it's going to spread a bit. But I don't think it's going to really make waves in the way people are worried about. But but we well, got to see. They don't even know if the vaccine's going to work or yes, right? Yeah, that's that's what they're trying to, to find now. So, But we, one of the reasons that delta was so furious is that it really tore through people who were unvaccinated so 
if everybody had been vaccinated, I don't, I don't know if Delta would have been such a problem a couple months ago. But and I, I'm hoping that the same can be saved for this new Omicron. That you know, since well, it's, it's it's getting young people too. Yeah, yeah. Delta did also. Yeah. You know, so it is my hope that it will um it'll it'll kind of be like Delta in the sense that if you're vaccinated or if you've previously had it, you should have some pretty good immunity against it. So, so keeping my fingers crossed. That's my hope. At least we'll we'll have to see what happens. Well, yeah, there hadn't been any cases on, in the U.S. yet, I don't think, mm-hmm. not to my knowledge. Yeah, I, I don't think there are either, but it'll it'll get here eventually. Like, that's, yeah. that just... Yeah, it's not a question of if it's a question of when, and um, yeah, you know, so we'll have to. That's about like anything, though. Yeah, yeah, we'll have to see, and then, and you know, the um, when the Spanish flu uh, went through the world right after World War One, you know, in like you know nineteen 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 twenty, I mean, mm-hmm. all of this stuff, all these like, mutations and things could have been happening. They just didn't have the technology to know what was happening. Do you know what I mean? So, like, yeah. it's it's possible that all these weird things, you know, occurred back then. But since nobody could, you know, stop and analyze these diseases and they didn't have the technology that, that we do today, they just just didn't know and just had to kind of suffer through it. You know what I mean? So, that's entirely possible. Yeah, I mean, they didn't have the medicine we got nowadays. Yeah. So, no way. all they had was... They had masks, and basically they moved their classrooms outside, and that's kind of all they could. And they had, they had masks and, and opened your windows, and that was kind of it. You know what I mean? Yep. So, yep. that's crazy. So, 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 we got that on the horizon. I'm keeping my fingers crossed and very much hoping that it's not going to turn into anything. So, moving on to the holiday season. Harp, what is the... If, if I had to, to ask you about kind of the holiday season in Georgia. What's sort of the, if I if we were to take the temperature of the holiday season in Georgia, how's everybody feeling about this holiday season, maybe versus uh, next uh, versus last year's? You know, Christmas parties are happening again this year. Towns are having their Christmas parades, and, you know, I think nobody's going to close themselves in again this Christmas like they did last Christmas, I don't think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I think the same here. I, um... I think that in a week, we're going to know how many people are still, and Omicron aside, I think we're going to know how bad it's going to be after Christmas because a lot of people got together. But I, yeah, I don't think very few people here are going to curtail their Christmas because of you know what's going on. I think a lot of people are going to go forward with it. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't see nobody around here canceling nothing. Yeah, unless there's some really crazy, unexpected thrush of cases. Yeah, I don't think anybody's going to gonna cancel anything out here either. So. so, I mean, so far the schools are still no mask mandatory or nothing like that. I hadn't heard of anything changing, so. Uh, yeah. Well, the schools out here, you still got to wear masks. I think that's probably going to continue until about the spring, but I think... You know, now that uh, you, you got kids between 5 and 12 can be vaccinated, I think that that's, that's not going to last too much longer. I also think a lot of the things, too, that are in L.A. County are people are kind of, 
maybe a little hesitant to let some of the safeguards go. Uh, again, I'm not a doctor, so a doctor might come out and be like, no, 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 we still need to keep it. And if a doctor were to say that, then I would definitely defer to their you know, medical expertise and opinion. But, you know, at least out here, I think that a lot of people are still kind of holding on to it. And a lot of people that are vaccinated kind of would be more than happy to just get rid of the mask and go back to business as usual, you know. But, like, even out here, like, it's weird. Like, it's like... If you go, so if you go to like the supermarket, you go to the hospital, you go to public places, you got to wear your mask. But even, but like every time there's like a semi-public place, like like my building, you know, I live in an apartment building, and like if you're a resident in the building, like every once in a while somebody will wear a mask. But mostly people don't. You know what I mean? Like maybe somebody every once in a while if I got to go to work, sometimes I put mine on in the morning and just kind of forget about it. But I went to visited, you know, a friend of mine over the weekend. I was in his building. And nobody there was walking around with a mask either. You know what I mean? So, like, yeah. you know, people kind of gotten over it. So, but yeah, That was the way it was at that little place we went to this mm-hmm. weekend. Nobody wearing a mask there. I mean, you had a couple. I'll tell you about There was a couple people that, that had them on. But I'm going to say 98% of the people did. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, and go ahead. Let everybody know. So where'd you go this weekend? Oh, we went to the Great Wolf right here. In my hometown, that little water, indoor water park place. Nice. Very cool. Very cool. cool. It was fun. Nice. Yeah, and I, you know, and then I also, I, I was thinking too, so there are some professions that maybe after this pandemic is over might still wear masks. Like, so yesterday I went and got a tattoo and like, you know, if you get a tattoo, you're right next to the tattoo artist the whole time. And kind of midway through, we were both wearing masks, you know, midway through, I was like, you know, you must kind of like the mask mandate because now, you know, you're always next to people and you don't have their, you know, stinky ass breath and their COVID all over you. And he's kind of like, yeah, I actually might keep it, you know, after after all this ends, I might I might wear it whenever I do it. And I was like, oh, that's good. It's like, you know, there are a handful of, uh, you know, occupations like that who, you know, probably wouldn't have worn a mask beforehand, but maybe, you know, after might uh go ahead just because they're like always in close proximity to people you know what i mean but um but you know i think i think for most people that's probably not going to be the case you know yeah i mean i don't i guess you could i could see restaurants maybe waitresses and waiters at like these big fine dining places would probably still wear masks mm-hmm. i could see the yeah the, uh, the, the big, the big chains like Longhorn and Texas Roadhouse, you know, mm-hmm. big name brand restaurants, making their employees keep them on. Yeah, that's yeah, that's definitely a possibility. Like, and that could that could you know I hadn't thought about that, but that actually could turn into turn into the like sub like Subway. Yeah, where you're you're you know individuals working right over the top of somebody's food yeah i can see places like that yeah making their employees keep them on mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah no that's definitely definitely a possibility so um and even like flying so i know i know the the masks drive people totally crazy um in the airports and when i flew i flew to new york back in uh september and I, admittedly, it was kind of a challenge to wear it the whole time. But midway through the flight, I was like, man, 
when you fly, like, people just change so many fucking germs. Like, it might actually be a good idea for people to wear a mask. Because, you know, you get one person sick in an airplane, and the whole fucking plane is going to get it, you know? So, oh, yeah. You know? But, you know, that's just, that's just how it goes. And then, that like... Was, I guess that was a good thing about being at that water park. There was so much bleach and all that good chemicals in that water. It would yeah, probably yeah. kill anything <laughs> yeah. that ever tried to surface anyway. Yeah. <laughs> so... No, definitely, definitely. But I'm kind of, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm ready for it to be done. I mean, if if this variant does turn out to be really nasty, then yeah, you know, do what I got to do with the mask. But I am definitely ready for the whole thing to be done and over with, and just kind of go back to normal life again. So, you know, it'll get there. Yeah, yeah, we will, we will, we will. You know, I think so about what did, what, what did you think of the. Uh president's thanksgiving oh what did what did oh gosh what did he do i, I tuned it out but tell me what, did he do? what was it the billionaire thanksgiving they said i just gave him a hard time about the inflation oh 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 he went to nantucket all right all right all right i, I will I, i'm gonna say this hey man, I, don't, I don't hate him for eating good yeah I don't, I don't hate him for eating good i think i sorry i was not a very big george w bush fan but he did do one thing that I really admired. When he, whenever it was Christmas, he made sure that he was not traveling, so that all of his staff could be at home with their families. And I thought that was pretty cool. And I always think that the president should should be home. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna chastise Biden because I didn't read the whole article. You know what I'm saying? But I always think the uh, president should stick close to home on holidays so the staff get to do their thing. But but what did you think about it? I just thought it was so. It was funny just how they blew it with the whole inflation thing going on, and how he opened up the, uh, you know, he dipped into the oil reserves right here at Thanksgiving to try to lower gas prices for everybody. I did see that. Yes, it was some some holiday news. I did see that he uh, opened up the spigots to try to put a little downward pressure on oil prices, which we'll see. We'll see if that works. So. Got it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, did you notice you would, were you paying more for Thanksgiving dinner this year? What's that? Were you paying a little more for Thanksgiving dinner this year? I mean, everything's up around here. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you know, food, gas, I mean, everything was a little bit more expensive this year than it has been in the past. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I didn't do a whole lot of buying. Food been up here a little bit. Surprisingly, my tattoo wasn't as expensive as I thought it was gonna be. So that's one thing inflation hasn't affected. But the um, that's just hard. That's just labor. It's me. Yeah, labor. Yeah, labor ink, and then the space. You know. Yeah. Um, and uh, but yeah, the the um, uh, yeah, things have been up here. It hasn't been crazy. Gas has been up. Gas has been pretty expensive. Luckily. My actually the other thing we did this weekend is we went and my wife's lease. Also, this was this is kind of interesting. So my wife's lease, uh, she has a, a Hyundai Ionic, which is a hybrid, gets like almost sixty miles to the gallon. Her lease is due to expire next August, but since because of the car shortage, her car is now worth a lot more than it otherwise would have been. So the what the the dealerships are trying to do, they're trying to get 
you know, people in and either, um, you know, terminate their lease and get them into another car and take the old car back or buy out their cars. So we went down there on, me, we went down there on Saturday and talked to the guy and ended up financing it and buying it out. You know what I mean? Um, it actually got a pretty, pretty good deal on it, but yeah, they were, um, yeah, they were calling her, and they are like, come on down, we want to talk to you and stuff, so I guess they're running out of cars, which is kind of crazy. Um, yeah, the used car, yeah, there ain't too many, the used car markets, yeah, you can tell it's taking a, taking a hit, too. Hmm. Because mm. they're, they're, all these car dealerships right here wanting to buy used cars up, because there's just no inventory. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah, I'm... Used car market. There's plenty of inventory on the new car. Hmm. Well, that's interesting. We were talking to the guy at the Hyundai dealership, and he said, like, they've got nothing coming in on the new cars. So, he was telling me... Like, right now, like, right now, trucks, trucks are so marked up, like, used trucks, Mm -hmm. they're they're so overpriced right now. I mean, it'd be, it's almost crazy to go buy one. I used one. Interesting. That's I was. We were talking with the the guy down there, and he said even the um, the new cars, they were marking up like ten thousand bucks, and I was like, damn, damn, that's a lot. So. Yeah, see, I mean, you can wait. You can wait a few years before you buy one. I would. Yep. I mean, cause it's gonna circle back around. Yeah. Boom again. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Yeah, yeah. A lot of people, you know, before this pandemic started, there were a lot of people who, for reasons beyond out of their control, were in a real good position for it, and some people who were in a real bad position for it. And luckily, we had a we had a hybrid. And you always do, you know, something. You always do good with a hybrid, whether, whether gas is cheap or gas is expensive. You always do good with a hybrid because it's always nice to save money on gas. But yeah, especially now, it's because we feel like my wife. Um, we don't drive a whole lot, and she fills it up maybe mm, once a month, once every three weeks or so. So she spends maybe on that car between like forty and sixty bucks a month on gas, which is pretty good. So I mean to brag about my gas savings, but I'm doing it. I'm doing it. There you go. All right, everybody. Here we are. It's that time again. We are at the end. Hart, do you have any thoughts in this next month leading up to? Christmas and the New Year, the, the 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 final thoughts for 2021. We've got to have a couple more episodes, but the thoughts leading up to the end of 2021? Stay safe. Stay healthy. Yep. I'd like to echo that, man. We got uh, just, hey, if this variant does turn out to be the real deal, then hey, be careful. You know, stay healthy. Hopefully it doesn't. Hopefully it just turns into another one of these millions of variants and we'll be done with it. So, that's it. All right, everybody. Thank you so much for listening to us. Harp, have a great week. And everybody, we will see you next week.